Going beyond the headlines? Getting to the heart of the story. Calgary Today with Joe McFarland on 770 CHQR. talked about this on the show yesterday, and it appears to be a fad when it comes to consuming tobacco. Heat, not burn. I know the story came out of Japan, wondering if it is catching on here in Canada, and exactly what is the process. Dr. Matthew Stanbrook, a specialist in respirology at Toronto Western Hospital, joins us today. Hello, Dr. Stanbrook. Hello. I guess we just should start off by defining the heat, not burn process. What is it? Uh, these are cigarettes that have been manufactured in a way so that they heat the tobacco and vaporize the uh, the nicotine from it without actually burning it and getting all the toxic byproducts from burning it. So what they do is, you know, instead of just chopping the tobacco, they, they grind the tobacco really fine and then they stick a metal blade into, into the middle of it and then that heats up and, and vaporizes the tobacco. Um, so that's what it's supposed to do. Um, independent studies show that you're not completely free in any way from toxins released from this along with the nicotine. There are things that are toxic and carcinogenic that are volatilized along with it, less than with a conventional cigarette, but certainly not negligible amounts. And these are, in effect, another form of tobacco product, just a different form of it. Is it like an e-cigarette? I'm still trying to visualize it. It's similar in that it uses an electric mechanism to vaporize nicotine. So that, that, is, it, that is quite analogous. It is different in that it is a tobacco product. So this is doing it directly from the tobacco that's just been processed in a different way, whereas e-cigarettes use liquids that may contain nicotine or not and often contain other flavorings and substances. So they're different in that respect. E-cigarettes are not tobacco products, and these new heat-not-burn products are tobacco products. Do they both ultimately though, did you say they both create a a vapor for the user to inhale? They both create a vapor for the user to inhale and they, they both have nicotine in that vapor, which is what they want to deliver to the, the consumer because that, that gives them what, to, what they're looking for in terms of their nicotine addiction. But they also inevitably deliver other things with the vapor that are potentially harmful, um, other things that are, are found in cigarettes that are known to be toxic and carcinogenic. They do that at lower concentrations, but at concentrations that can be concerning. And independent studies suggest that the heat not burn products deliver these substances in concentration somewhere in between an e-cigarette and a tobacco cigarette. Hmm. Well, you're a specialist in respirology, so I'm sure you're saying don't try any of these things. But what about someone who's trying to get off tobacco combustible cigarettes and they want to try either e-cigarettes or heat not burn products? It's a tremendously difficult step for any smoker to take, and this is a huge population-wide global problem, of course. And and so we need as many options possible to encourage people for, for getting off tobacco cigarettes. But I would suggest first and foremost that it's not a simple choice of just having these one or two options as opposed to continuing smoking. There are several uh, evidence-based, well-studied things you can do to fight your nicotine addiction to help you get off cigarettes. 
benefits. There are nicotine replacement products you can buy over the counter at the pharmacy and gums and patches and lozenges that are already there and are reliably produced and have been well studied scientifically to work. That data is absent for these heat not burn cigarettes and it's not even there for e-cigarettes in most cases. So uh, I don't think that we really need something that really isn't meant to help anyone quit smoking, this heat not burn product specifically. It's really meant to help the tobacco industry avoid losing its customers from smokers who would otherwise quit. And this is simply a marketing exercise on their part to protect their market. They couldn't really be expected to care less who quit smoking or not. Hmm. I mentioned that I read the story and it was coming out of Japan that it seemed very popular, this heat not burn product. Are we seeing it in Canada? It is available in some urban centers in Canada on a limited basis. Um, not clear how popular it has become yet. I've yet to see a patient come in saying they've used this, but we, we do know it's here and people are starting to talk about it as, as we are now. So I think we can expect to see its use become more widespread in the near future. And I'm sure the tobacco companies that are selling this will do everything possible to, to ensure that that happens. Hmm. I'm curious because when we even talked about e-cigarettes, whether or not you had nicotine in the liquid or not, a lot of people would say at least the vapor is better for those people around the smokers or the e-cigarette users because it isn't, well, secondhand smoke. It doesn't smell like smoke. Does the heat not burn product, does it that vapor smell like burnt smoke? Because there hasn't been any combustion. Yeah, and I, I can't honestly say what it smells like if not it been in the presence of one while it's being used, but it, it would be expected to be different because it, it doesn't burn yeah. the tobacco, it vaporizes it. However, um, well, of course you're going to get less secondhand products than you would with a, a, a cigarette being smoked in the room with you. Um, nothing is as bad for you than being in, around someone smoking tobacco, so that's not really a good comparison. Mm. You can indeed measure, even with e-cigarettes, cigarettes, uh, secondhand exposures to toxic uh, compounds. We don't know precisely what the effects of that are, but the exposure is not zero. We would expect these heat not burn products to also have measurable exposures, perhaps important exposures, to people around uh, a user if this was being done regularly. And, you know, we don't know that that's safe by any means. We, we have no data on that at all. Thanks for your insight on this, Dr. Stanbrook. Pleasure to talk to you. Dr. Matthew Stanbrook, a specialist in respirology at Toronto Western Hospital. And let's check traffic.